Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're about to listen to a podcast full of wonder, excitement, and discovery. It's time for an adventure through Odyssey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Adventures Through Odyssey podcast, Odyssey Revisited. I'm Will here with John. We're here for our November news roundup of a few days late, but we've got a lot that happened in Odyssey in the month of November, wouldn't you say? Or October, uh, I guess. Sure. Did you read the comics? I did. I, let me say this. I looked at them very quickly. I thought they were pretty good, but I think for the in-depth take, you're going to have to do it. Okay, so we'll start with the Bart and Rodney one. I liked it. It was a nice little Bart shyster adventure. What I would really like is an actual episode about that Imagination Station Parables program. Yeah. Where it's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure and you get to see what happens. Very interesting wit programs it that they can uh, have a Roman army chase after children. Now let me ask a question. Now this is off-topic, but it has to do with Rodney, so it's a little bit on-topic. Is the voice actor for Rodney still alive? Yes. Because he's also Mitch. What is, oh yeah, I forgot about that. What is the likelihood that at some point in the future, Rodney comes back and is a Christian? Would that ever happen? Um, I'm going to say maybe. Like, I feel like they could try to swing that. Like, I could see them sending Jay to some scared straight program or some Christian camp program and Rodney's one of the counselors. Yeah. So, uh, definitely, it wouldn't, it definitely wouldn't be a scared straight program. Let's just be clear about you, that. You know what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it would be an interesting arc because, right, I don't think you could have Bart Rathbone come back. I mean, the they could, but it would be kind of awkward. Yeah. It would be fun to have, because, uh, I mean, let me say this. There's, like, one Rodney episode where there's, like, a hint at redemption at the end. It's, like, that Lucy test episode. Oh, yeah. Like, and I was always, like, oh, are they going for a Rodney redemption? They never did. Oh, that's Mandy. Mandy, I'm sorry. That was, yeah, I'm sorry. That was early Mandy, so I couldn't remember if it was Mandy or Lucy. It was kind of in that weird in-between transition area. I don't know. It could be fun. Like, this comic just made me think of that. I would agree. Uh, but again, a good chance to see old characters. And speaking of old characters, the current arc with the buddy with the friendship of Red Hollard and Bernard Walton. I mean, it's good to see Bernard again, but did the comic establish that he's visiting Odyssey, or is he still in Odyssey? No. So, 
apparently business is so bad in Odyssey, he's only been in Connellsville for the last few years. That's very funny. No one has windows in Odyssey anymore. Well, that's what's weird. This kind this the end of the comic where Wit's ends windows are dirty implies Wit let him go. Yeah, like that's really we like sorry can't afford like right so weird like that would ever happen or maybe he just does Wit's ends windows and has to do them at like a weird time of day. Well, I was also gonna say maybe if there was more business in Connellsville, he told Wit, "Sorry, I have to stop." Yeah, I mean, that's possible. For some reason, I thought there was an Odyssey episode somewhere that said Bernard retired. Maybe we came up with that, but I feel like that was mentioned that he would, like, moved yeah. somewhere. And maybe I'm wrong. Uh, well, there was that ep- Wits Alone at Christmas episode where he's in Florida. I need to look. Maybe they said on a podcast that Bernard moved, but it was never canonized. That's possible. Now, are these comics canon? I have no idea. I... I'm guessing they are, but although Eugene's in them, be, so who knows? I think it's going to be like Star Wars stuff. It's canon until it's not. Exactly. And then this month's free comic is Connie Jules and Connie's dad taking a private plane somewhere for Thanksgiving. And in what seems to be a pattern of these comic writers not getting Connie, Connie complains the whole time about how it's not a traditional Thanksgiving. I know, that seems weird. Until the last panel where she kind of accepts it. Oh, well, nothing else I can do. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think this is the first time we see art of Connie's dad, so. That's always fun. I mean, that's the one thing. You get to see more art of some of your characters you didn't know what they looked like. Remember exactly. when they tried to keep Wooten a secret? And then they made, like, oh, the first image of Wooten. Yeah, when the reboot came back. They were like, this is what Wooten looks like. Yeah. Which, I mean, okay. So I now want to talk, because it has wrapped up, the most recent bite-sized adventure on Instagram, B-Y-T-E. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you go through this? On Instagram? Yeah. If you I didn't, did not. So it's Connie. Okay, so I've, I explained this last month. Connie and Jules go to Hollywood. They bump into Nick Grant, Chad Pearson, and he and Connie, and he's a Christian now because of Connie, because of course he is. And he and Connie go on some outings together. Chad Pearson professes his love for Connie, and Connie has to work through how to let him down easily. Okay. Lot here. Um, on one hand, I think it is a very good look at how to healthily reject somebody. However, they have to make sure the entire time Connie is never leading him on. But you have to wonder, they go skydiving to fancy restaurants movie premieres all this stuff and connie never puts that puzzle piece together in her head yeah you might think these are dates yeah now okay in regards to this yeah that sounds a little weird sorry i'm not on instagram everyone i mean i have an instagram account but i haven't looked at it in years trying to get off social media in general i had to put a hard stop on reddit um So, I feel like the Odyssey writers need to either get Connie with someone, whether yes. that I always forget the guy who's the guy Jeff that brought Jeff Lewis, um, even Chad Pearson. They could have done that, like establish someone there's some connection to, so you can go past some of that stuff. But or 
do an episode about Connie just saying, I'm going to be single. And it's like an episode about Christian singleness, which is a big thing. Now, I doubt they want to do the Christian single. Like, I doubt, I don't know if Focus on the Family would let them do a Christian singleness episode. Yeah. But it almost feels like at this point, that's what, like, the writers are just like, we have no interest in getting her with somebody. Right. And again, I want to be clear. I have no problem if they decide to do that. And I'm not even really mad that they don't make this one work. They they even say it at the end. Connie doesn't want to move to L.A. And Chad Pearson doesn't want to move to Odyssey and work at the Harlequin Theater. Although I would love that episode. Um, oh, That would be great. Oh, my gosh. So I think just the problem in this one is it paints Connie as not the brightest bulb in the box. Connie, here's the problem. People can draw from... Connie, even in the show, has had many different roles. Yes. And so sometimes I feel like the comic writers or the white writers or whatever they are just kind of pull... And even, like, sometimes the writing team just kind of pulls what's needed for the situation. I do agree with that. And maybe all the people listening can correct me and say, no, Will, I don't think I would have picked up on those being dates either. That's fine. I will say, at least a lot of the other Odyssey fan accounts share my sentiment that the story itself was not well written. Yeah. So I'm not on an island this time. Uh, what I will say is, out of all like the comics and the Instagram bite-sized adventures, this is the one that feels the most like it was an episode at one point, because it feels like a good two-parter. It's a Connie and Jules adventure. Nick Grant feels exactly like the kind of character they'd hype up coming back for two years, only for us to be disappointed that it wasn't a bigger character. Yeah. So, I so it's not it's not bad, but like all the bite-sized event like the other bite-sized adventure, there was only one other. It just feels a little I a little meandering. It ends with Connie and Jules having this discussion and Jules says to Connie, "Connie, thanks for being such a great sister." I don't really know what she was being a great I don't know where that ending came from. No, I mean Here's the thing, I do like that these exist, regardless of how... Because I think, I mean, you're going to have hit or misses. I do think Chad Pearson's a weird character to bring back seemingly so quick in this, like, phase of bringing back characters and be like, we're bringing back Chad Pearson. And it's like, oh, it's about Connie romance, but it's that, like, they're not going to get together romantically. Well, I kind of wonder if because the chairman is back, Novacom stuff is back on the board. Chad Pearson wasn't Novacom stuff. You know, all I'm saying is this could have been Mitch at one point, and if they bring Mitch back and say his wife is dead, I am not promising I won't start ranting on the podcast like a maniac. I think every Odyssey fan would start ranting because they do it. They did a whole episode to say like, "Shut up, Mitch is and Mitch and Connie aren't getting together," and then they brought him back and tried to make it a thing. Right. So I will say this because there's a new generation of writers who grew up with the show. If they want to do an episode that rectifies that episode and just ends it on a less bitter note, that's fine. Yeah. But I don't want them to hit the reset button. No, I agree. So. All right. So I was going to talk about the club episodes for next year, but we're going to save that for December when we know more and, you know, we can talk about the club as a whole. But we did get a little more information on Buckle Up. Buckle Up. So, which starts in December. So I figured I'd cover some of these. So the biggest one is the episode title Girls Night has been changed to Game Night. Which I know doesn't sound like a lot, but I figured I'd point it out. Uh, the two characters in the episode are Jason and Jillian. 
Weird. So we're getting more Jason and Jillian stuff before we get more of Maury, Emily, and Susu's secret organization. We complain too much. We complain too much about the Maury and Zuzu and Emily, and the writers are like, the fans don't want it. And then we're just like, okay, there's that empty thread. <laughs> I'm just saying, Israelites 2.0, I'm starting to also think something's wrong with Emily's voice actor, but we'll get back to that. Um, it's like the man of the new season of Doctor Who. What about all this stuff they teased literally like a, few, like a year ago? Eh. Now we're just going to dance to Rasputin. Yeah, basically. So, that you see, that's what they need to do to get the Odyssey fans back in the stable. I don't know who's out of the stable at the moment. Bring, bring out some old archival Hal Smith dialogue wit. So wait, it went from girls' night to game, game night. night. So presumably now, Connie's it, also going to be there, and like Jason crashes the party for whatever reason. Yeah, or maybe, hear me out, it's their date, and the game is Connie, Penny, and, I don't know, Jules <laughs> keeping an eye on the date. It, that'd be pretty funny if it was... Some or here's here's the possible setup. It's Penny, Connie, and Jules go out for some night, and they see Jillian and Jason. Yeah, just saying. That, and they have to keep it a secret from Penny and Jules that Jillian's actually smart. Yeah, that'd be funny. I think that's a very funny concept for an episode, like some concept. Now, I do think that an episode like that would end with possibly it being revealed. Yes. I agree, especially since Jillian is still living with Connie and Jules. I'm assuming that's going to have to come out eventually. I do hope the writers tone down the idiocy, though. Even in matters of national security, you shouldn't lie to those close to you. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, then the only other thing is there's an episode called King of My Heart. We know nothing about that. Tough Call. We know nothing about that. And the Wooten in Court episode is officially called Legally Wooten. It's such a lazy, it's a lazy hit, but it's so good. Yes. Legal stuff. Okay. Here's a, here's our list. My cousin Wooten. Oh no, then they're gonna think his Okay, well, if his cousin or like any of his family is in this episode and they didn't call it my cousin Wooten, big issue. But probably well, they didn't do that so people didn't think oh, Wooten's cousin's coming. Well also Jay's cousin Vinny. Oh yeah. Um so. <laughs> That's funny. Um but I like it's it's very like legally blonde <laughs> blonde and Wooten, so nothing alike. It's not even clever, but it, it makes you smile. <laughs> it makes me feel like is the plot gonna yeah. be Wooten representing himself in court? Probably. Cause like what Odyssey lawyer do we have who could come back? What if they bring back just a random old kid character as a lawyer? It's Robin. That would that would make the most sense. I think she's in another, like, area, but it would be very funny if they did Robin. Now, I feel like they would have announced that by now. 
Yeah, they might keep it a secret. But for a one-off episode, I feel like when they then they have like surprise characters come back, it's like part of like a big arc. But if it's like a one-off, I feel like because we knew Marvin was gonna be in. Uh... That was because of the nature of the club, though. Well, I guess that's true. Also, I guess they wanted us to believe that Marvin had just always been around in the ten years since we last saw him. Marvin never truly left Odyssey. So, but but anyway, on to the uh, the main course of this episode, the club episode. A friend in need, with the clock ticking, a desperate Jay enlists Zoe to help him track down a missing baseball card. Okay. This is why we're not... This is why they take so long to... Look at look at our enthusiasm. We talk about the, the legal name of Wooten. Like, the le- legalese Wooten. We talk about, like, whatever, Jason and Jillian. And it's like, Emily tries to find a baseball card. Okay. It's Zoe. Oh, Zoe? I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, because that's what I wanted to say. I don't know if there's something up with Emily's voice actress, but she was not in the Olivia's Faith arc, even though it was kind of implied she would be, and they just kind of say, oh, she's over there. And this episode, Jay mentions she offend- he apparently offended Emily so badly she won't speak to him. <laughs> so I don't know yeah, if like, the voice actress maybe, is now more expensive or what. Maybe the voice actor's voice changed, or they're trying to find a new voice actor to replace them is probably my best guess. Because I think probably, um, I think that would be my best guess. I mean. Because I'm just looking at the club episodes for next year. Zoe's all over them. So I don't know if Zoe's just now a club. Well, she can't be because she's already been on album episodes. But I also wonder if they can only get Olivia's voice or Olivia, Emily's voice actress for so many episodes per year. And they need to save those for these Israelites 2.0 episodes. It's it's possible. Didn't they, didn't they like scrap? Like they've changed her voice actress before. Uh, yes. So, I mean, it could be, they're just trying to find a new voice actress. That could be it actually. So, so I mean, there's a lot of different things that could be. Yeah. But anyway, back to the uh, actual episode. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, a lo- look, I lo- we all we love Jay on this podcast. I don't love the creepy crush Jay has on Zoe. Yeah, it's weird. And I absolutely did not love when his dad made a joke about it at the end of the episode. Son, stop this. <laughs> I know. So, all right. So uh, there, there are some nice things together here. You know, Buck is a good, what do you want to call a mentor for this episode? Yeah, I agree. I got a little choked up when he called Eugene Dad. Dad. <gasps> Just saying. It's good, uh, but they've already... Yeah, it's it's sweet. Now, is it... Was it still Will Ryan? Or was he even in this episode? Eugene was not in this episode. Yeah, I can remember. I, I listened to it a bit of like a week or two. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
buy rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Wait, seriously? What? Never mind. Okay. What? You forgot the episode? I just couldn't remember. Like, I didn't right. remember him calling Eugene dad. So I was like, was he in the episode briefly? Because no. I didn't know with Will Ryan. Right. So it's Buck talking to Zoe about how, yeah, I, I love going to the, 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 the pond and picking up those pond samples because it makes dad so happy. Aww, I know that's... I can't do a good Buck. I'm sorry. It is sweet. I just forgot that line. Right. So I do like the episode in the sense of, hey, kids, your parents are trying and you should try with them. I, I, it did also point out to me, does Jay have any actual interests we've ever heard of? Acting. Acting. The last two episodes have made me think maybe Elvis. Yeah. Because Elvis Marathon then has an Elvis impersonation in that episode about football. They, Jay's like a real just funny character, but right, as in terms of a, he's like a very, it's more like the actor, I feel like, does a great job. Yes, I actually agree with that. I think Jay's not a super well-written character, even like, he like disappeared, and then even when they brought him back, it wasn't, like, he kind of had some emotional beats, but it was, they were kind of like, oh, we'll just have him come back somehow and it's like right. you're just bumming around new zealand like aren't your parents worried and it's like well can i really go back to odyssey right well that is actually another thing both of the jay's parents episodes have had the exact same plot of jay feeling like his parents don't like him because they're super smart and he isn't yeah which I will say, I do kind of appreciate that Jay has kind of normal parents, because I feel like it's easy for shows like this to show, oh, these kids just bully you or are a little off kilter because their parents don't like, because, you know, their parents are horrible people. But yeah, just a just a point, like when we met Jay's dad the first time, I was glad it wasn't another Bart Rathbone. <laughs> I bought this electric palace from this guy down the street. Yes. Oh, my gosh, that would be funny. So, no, I, I, we're struggling to find things to say. It's a very sweet episode. It's a fun little kid's romp. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't dislike it. When I make the list of the club episodes at the end of the year, it probably won't be at the top. It won't be saying at the bottom either. Right. It's, like, perfectly fine. Yes. You know? I, I, yeah, I, I guess I just wish it wasn't Zoe. Like, it could have been Buddy, and that might have been a better episode. Yeah, I think... Or Wyatt. I mean, it's just interesting when you get, like, especially, like, and it's not bad, but it's, like, clearly they've, like, had kids... Like, they're trying to do, like, a subtle transfer on the kids they're focusing on. Yeah. And, like, they were kind of testing out kids, and now they're very much, like, Zoe. Right, and I want to be clear. I have zero issues with Zoe. I just feel like she doesn't have, like, a defined personality that separates her from Olivia or Emily. Yeah. So. Which, again, I don't, I think the actress is doing the best she can do. I think it's that they haven't necessarily, one, they they all sound similar, which that's not, like, the actress's fault. That's, like, whoever casted. Yes. Two, I just think they're not necessarily writing them. Like, they're very, like, right, everyone's very generic. And we talked about how, like, they always 
made Robin like seem kind of mean. I think we were talking about that in the last episode, or like yeah. angry, but like, like it was a personality. Like it, she's yes. very distinct from the other like female characters on the show. I mean, that's why like I like in my head like Lucy and Mandy are very very similar, but there was like a right, clear but- cut. Yeah, but they're different eras of the show, too, like you just said. And so, like, the problem is, like, the Emily, Olivia, and Zoe thing is, I think they're trying to transfer, like, who they're focusing on and whatnot. Yeah. But it's just, like, they're still there, so it's kind of weird. Like, you can have this new character that's basically this old character, but, like, 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 you, you can't have them both at the same time. Yes. So I would not be surprised, especially because Matthew left the Jones and Parker agency. Maybe they're phasing out the Parkers. I kind of get that sense. I think, I think one, I think the family stories they want to focus on include the army family. What, the, what's their last names? Uh, Perkins. Perkins, yeah. Um, like so. that's the family stuff they're really interested in right now, which actually is, it's kind of more interesting as a, the, the Parkers I enjoyed, but like out, they, as a family unit, they kind of stopped focusing on them at like, I feel like album like 55. Yeah. Like they had the whole Abuela visiting like wedding episode, which was really good, like establishing the family. And they had a decent family dynamic for a while, but then at a certain I think the sandwich episode might have been what killed it. That's very possible. The sandwich or the biking episode, I feel like was just like, what is this? Yeah, because our feelings on the episodes are definitely what they take into account. Um Well, no, but I'm just saying like you can like I think it's fine. You can copy stuff from earlier in Odyssey to some extent. I don't want because I'm sure I've said stuff about like copying stuff from Odyssey in the past. But it's just like make like I don't know. Right. Oh yeah. All right. So anything else you like to say about this episode? Nope. All right. Well, that wraps it up for this month. Uh, join us next month. When we'll talk about the club episodes for next year, talk about the December club episode, which I think is Knox on Sacrifice this time, and then we will probably have a separate episode in December where we rank the club episodes from this year. So uh, next week we'll be back on track with a new album episode. You're getting this episode whenever I finish editing it and the new album episode on Wednesday. So I'm Will. I'm John. We'll see you next time. I got Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.